0: Hello and welcome to another Octal FM soundbite. I am Gelada and I am Saffron, and uh, we wanted to have a quick chat about what would you call it? It's not a series, like set of set compilation, of, yeah, a compilation of of anime shorts, which is um, Star Wars Visions, mm. which was released on Disney Plus a couple of weeks couple of weeks ago. I guess yeah, about that would now, be I think. App. Yeah, I don't know if we like knew it was coming. I don't know if there was like any... I don't remember there being sort of any hype build up or anything like that. There are... How many are there? they Are there like 12? Nine. Nine. So there are nine episodes. I've watched a couple. They're very short. They're like 15... Mm. They're, you know, they're shorts rather than... And they're all separate, right? And they're all... yeah. It, is each one done by a separate studio or is... For the most it, part, yeah. The, there's yeah, seven yeah.
1: studios.
0: So two of right. them did two overall. Right, right, right. And like it's interesting because... Disney has picked some seriously prestigious like high profile studios to make mm-hmm. these to make these shorts, right? Oh, absolutely. Like
1: when you hear Star Wars anime, two things come to mind. One is it's going to just be a very cookie cutter simple adaptation of the films or something mm-hmm. else, right? Mm-hmm. Or you think of something maybe like the Clone Wars, the Rebels TV series, yeah. which are more traditional Western cartoons, yeah. rather than anime. But and they're fantastic, don't get me wrong. But they're not anime. Mm. But they've managed to not do either of those things, and they've been—they've either been very brave or they just didn't really care, right? Because I'm guessing someone at Disney's like I don't know, like research development type of like what could we do next sort of department has basically gone up to one of their bosses and gone, we should do this because they're a fan of anime, right? And they've gone, yeah, sure, why not? And then they've just sort of continued to make like strides and strides with with doing a wonderful job of giving quite a lot of money and almost entirely free reign to seven of the greatest anime studios there are available right now.
0: I mean, Disney are pretty precious about their IP, right? So I would imagine that it was a it was a conscious decision that maybe required a lot of convincing <laughs> yeah. to because i think the the, the fact like the point that you said just then like free reign like it feels like the studios got pretty good creative free reign to mm. do what they wanted within mm-hmm. within star wars right
1: like i think is there all is this canon like, yeah, movies. like, yeah, do they could become is. canon. I think it's supposed to be because I think anything post whatever the new episode seven was, mm-hmm. like The Force Awakens or whatever, is all supposed to be canon now, right? Mm-hmm. After they wiped away the old, like, kind of uh, extended yeah. universe stuff, yeah. uh Because it's, it's we, this is similar to when we talked about Star Wars Squadrons in that. It's its own kind of area of the universe, it's its own tucked away section, mm. but it is technically part of the overall canon of the of the, of the series and of the continuation of the films. Mm. And this is really interesting because the, they don't take part, they're not all one thing, they're all completely separate from one another, none yeah. of them intersect with one another at all, all the shorts. And also they take part in very different time periods within the galaxy. Right. right. So there's a couple, which, so for example, the two you saw, you saw the first two, The Jewel and yep. The Concert, whatever it's called, I remember. Yeah. So The Jewel takes part in in like post, post everything, like it's post absolutely everything, where like um, all the films have been, The New Republic's been, The First Order's been, etc. And you've got these two Sith sort of battling it out, because mm. they're sort of just on their own now. They're not part of a greater empire anymore. They're not part of a greater, you know, organization. Mm. whereas say for example the concert is is almost immediately after the third film when they kill all the jedi spoilers mm-hmm. um <laughs> you know and the other the other shorts jump around as well some of the shorts take part well into the future after absolutely everything some of them take part well before all the film starts right they're all over the place and again that's a very brave decision to allow them to have kind of carte blanche with making new materials for all
0: over the timeline Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's definitely an interesting decision. I mean, definitely a welcome one. Like you've, you've watched all of them, right? And like you have said that some of them, you know, they're really, really good. And the fact that they've got some, some really big studios, studios that we've talked about are not Mm -hmm. for that. Right. We must've come come across some of them.
1: Yeah. It's got my personal favorite studio and studio trigger. They Mm -hmm. did two of them. They did, they did the twins, which is basically just trigger series in space like it's like it's killer kill in space although that's ironic because killer kill was in space at times (laughs) and then they also did the the elder which is probably one of the weakest of the shorts it doesn't make it bad it's just probably not the strongest one overall Hmm. and they also had other animation studios like science saru who have done some of the kind of big films you may have seen uh they've had studio what's the one studio Colorado, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Their production, IG, do some work on them. They've had quite a few different other studios as well. They've done all sorts of interesting shows. But I think what's most interesting is that every short feels very distinct from one another. They're all they're very much their own style. Yeah. So, so one short is very very specific artistic choices for the black and white for the, the jewel where they have yes. everything's
0: It's very Kurosawa inspired My filmmaking. God, that surprised me quite a lot when I start that that was the first one. Mm. Like the first one is like one where it's like a very specific effect has been applied to the animation and like the, just the, the thing as a whole, like in the fact that you've got like the fake like film scratches and yeah. like all of that kind of stuff. And like very muted colors. Is it black and white? It's sort yeah, of like it's black a, and white with the exception of like
1: the, the lightsabers and the blaster bolts right. which are all yeah, like yeah, reds yeah. or yellows or whatever
0: right and like it's also like it's drawn in a certain way. it's sort of yeah it's got it's got a very particular very distinct sort of style to it i was quite surprised that that was the first one yeah you know, like, it was very like, non-anime what, like the yeah you've gone for the very like arty look you know distinctive look sort of thing and then the second one you're like okay this is more like the the one that's the concert you're like it's a very distinct different style again but perhaps there's something a little more that you might something you might expect kind of thing. yeah the, and that's one of the wonderful things about this is it's such a wonderful
1: plethora of different styles and techniques mm. and just visual aesthetics yes it's, it's all very different we've not just got nine anime shorts right we've right, got right. nine shorts that all happen to be in the anime
0: style by anime studios if yeah and it's sense. like you're like snacking on the like styles of the studios right mm, like of the mm-hmm. different ways that they that they do things which is really cool
1: and one of the other things that i want to really make a big point of is that they've allowed them to do whatever they want in terms of the stories There's some of them mm. are surprisingly dark mm. um, they really do tackle some interesting themes mm-hmm. um they haven't shied away from it they haven't tried to keep it kid-friendly
0: mm. you know yeah
1: there is a couple of like caveats to all this, unfortunately, and I know I'm gonna get called a weeb for this in the comments and emails and stuff like that, but the dubbing is pretty bad. <laughs> um what they tried to do, I guess, to increase like Western appeal to non like anime fans, is they've got a lot of big name Hollywood actors to do voices right. for it, right? and that's all well and good but unfortunately actors does not equal voice actors yeah right they are different skills and i'm not saying that an actor can't be a voice actor of course they can but they're just not great if i'm honest Mm. with you and Mm. i'm guessing whoever's done it hasn't necessarily got the greatest level of experience doing anime dubbing i mean that's hard enough as it is we've talked about that before before Mm. in our like anime episodes with you Watching them, it's not easy. At the best of times, and mm. I don't feel they've done a great job this time.
0: Unfortunately, it was um, interesting that it defaulted to English with, to, sorry, to Japanese with English subtitles, or at least oh, on, on Disney Plus. Yeah, I didn't know that. Not Dis- yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, sorry, I had a bit of a moment there where I was like, "Is it Disney Plus?" Um, <laughs> I didn't realize it defaulted. That's yeah, interesting. so it defaults to it defaults to to Japanese with English subtitles, but it's closed captions,
1: the English. Well, I mean, go back and listen to our translation and
0: localization episode yeah. for my thoughts on things like that. I felt like it was the. It is the it is indeed like the closed captions of the English. It is right, so not, is. you're not watching. They haven't done English subtitles for the Japanese as no, we talked about have,
1: unfortunately. And there's plenty of instances where the timing of the captions don't even line up with what's being
0: said on yeah, screen. Yeah, and like also like just closed captions in general is annoying. Like yeah. in the fact that like if you don't need closed captions because you're not deaf, then having like the sound effects written out right because it's covering that as well is a bit like is a bit annoying yeah. um and frustrating it so, surprises
1: me that despite everything that's gone so well here in the sense that they've allowed a japanese studio to kind of do what yeah. they need to do and do what they do best that's sort of one of the areas where they've fallen foul Where uh, going yeah. well actually who's going to want to watch it in japanese well a lot of people because also the you of the day, default to it well, like defaults to it which is ironic i didn't yeah, realize that if i'm honest no I, like, but yeah it's that's, weird you've also got to take into consideration that these studios that make the anime know what they're doing but on the also the voice actors that are doing all this voice acting work in japanese also know what they're doing because they do it all the time yeah you know these are trained voice actors for this specific form of media yeah. they are going to be better than anything you could give
0: otherwise yeah
1: so use them and then put that forward but you did put that forward you defaulted to it They yeah. gave us proper subtitling you know yeah it's, it's such a weird thing to stumble on
0: yeah it is a weird thing to stumble on when you've t- taken this much time and effort i think the other thing like the the sort of thing that i wanted to well it's this is a question maybe to think about is could this only happen because of disney plus like is this a product of the fact that we now have like dedicated streaming services for you know i guess maybe disney could release this on netflix right yeah. But like, I wonder if they would, right? Because when you've got your own streaming platform, there is more of an incentive to deliver you know varied content that captures new subscribers yeah sure who otherwise wouldn't necessarily be interested and then your anime subscribers jump on board yeah this would have got people subscribing who wouldn't normally subscribe to disney plus but are maybe massive anime fans and are like oh yeah okay i'll subscribe to disney plus i think that that's an interesting point like like we get the benefit here of like these multiple streaming services something that i've always been a bit skeptical of in terms of is there actually going to be a benefit for people as customers Mm. when what it's actually going to mean is you're going to be paying for like multiple services. Like it just feels like a bit of a money grab. But this sort of feels like it gives you a reason why that's not necessarily true. Because I think that developing this kind of content that's a bit more, you know, experimental experimental is something that you do when you are trying to, when you are focused on gaining new subscribers, which, you know, Disney wouldn't care about Netflix getting new subscribers, right? Not as much as they care about their own. You've got a solid base of subscribers already so your
1: money revenue is safe but Mm. then if you want to get more there's no harm now in experimenting because if
0: people don't want to watch this content they're still paying you money anyway yeah and you probably have to be a bit more experimental because it starts to get harder and harder to find those new subscribers that that otherwise wouldn't subscribe
1: I mean, and it's surprising we haven't had more things like this, because the only instance we've had of something like this happening in the past was with the Animatrix. Mm. I don't you remember that back oh, in yeah. the day. For the, the collection of anime-inspired shorts for yeah. The Matrix. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, very, really very, funny. very similar idea to this. It, that was a little bit more directly connected to the films that were being released, whereas Star Wars is a little bit more open-ended yeah. about what it can do. Yeah, But a very similar idea. But I'm, I'm glad that we've got it, because it's a... It, If you don't know anime and you just like Star Wars, you're going to enjoy it because you get to see some really interesting parts of the Star Wars universe that you wouldn't otherwise get to see in the the more traditional forms of media. Yeah. If you do like your anime, and I'm not the massive Star Wars fan. I think I said that in the Star Wars um, Squadron review we did. I'm not yeah. the biggest Star Wars fan anyway. I don't dislike it, but I'm just sort of whatever about it. This is absolutely a must must watch because you get to see some of the best directors and the best studios doing some amazing work, you know, with almost unlimited money, I imagine, too, Yeah. You know, so yeah, you definitely owe it to yourself to see it if that's the regards. But overall, it's just, a, it's worthwhile watching. Just try and watch it in Japanese where possible. Um, and hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll fix the subtitling problem because yeah. it's not going to be hard for them to fix, right, in my opinion. No so get it disney get it right
0: yeah sort it out nice one (laughs) well uh yeah go and go and watch star wars visions if you haven't already disney you can send us a check in the in the post (laughs) and uh in the meantime i've been gelada and i've been sephron and catch us again for another octal fm soundbite very soon